0: Today is a very special day. Throughout the bush Temple, throughout the world, celebrate this self-transformation prayer, which took place 1919 by nine disciples and Sotesa. Through their prayers, they were able to let go of selfishness and united, one with universal self or we can call it a larger self. Sotesan, in the early time in this holy land, I think some of you have been there, you know the awakened energy there and we hope one day we go there and uh, we too can experience this uh, Self transformation and awakened, and they use this awakened energy all the time. The founding master addressed nine disciples. These days, material civilization flourished daily with immense power, while human spirit, that should make usable material things, has steadily weakened. There is no peace of mind, whether at the level of an individual, family, society, or nation, and the suffering of all sentient beings will be unbounded. How can you, who have set our hearts on saving the world, think lightly of this situation? There have been occasions in the past when the sages prayed to heaven and earth with utmost sincerity to deliver all sentient beings which move the will of heaven. Now you too must pray to heaven and earth with single-mindedness and utmost sincerity that human beings may become masters of material things instead of being enslaved by them. And thus, try to move the will of heaven. So this is the point. Move the will of heaven. Your mind is none other than that of heaven. Remember, your mind is none other than that of heaven. Hence, you should know that if your mind is concentrated and completely devoid of selfishness, Its virtue will become as one with the virtue of heaven and earth. So you have this virtue within yourself if your mind is concentrated and devoid of selfishness. And it will lead all your affairs to success. So everything you endeavor will be successful if you have this mind. Therefore, you must realize that each of your mind possessed an element that will move the will of heaven. And always remember that each of you has a responsibility to deliver all sentient beings. He then assigned the date and prayer site and orientation of each of them and had members continue to pray together at the same time. So maybe we can begin today, that prayer. Remembering that you have your special location, your home, maybe special location. That special location is about your place and your share and your portion in the world, in the universe. When we put our portion here in the altar, in the cosmic diagram, really we are uniting one with the universal self. As if, like, uh, we are plugging into outlet. If you put a plug in the outlet, you will be able to use electricity, very powerful electricity. But there are outlets all over. If you don't know how to use that, or if you don't really connecting it to the electric outlet, you may not be able to use it at all. So very similarly, in the universe, there is a universal electricity which always inspires us, sustain us, really giving a lot of inspiration and wisdom and truth. But if you open to your heart, open to your ear and open to your mind and open your purpose on earth, you will be able to hear it or know it and be connected. This is the significance of the Uh, self-transformation. Today, as Sotenshan mentioned here, it's 1919 in Korea. It was very poor. Also under Japanese uh, colonial uh, dictatorship. And he talked about this material civilization. Much more relevant today. When you hear material civilization, it means that all things or machines become very important in our lives. Because of this material civilization, we are very busy to catch up with uh, our technology, catch up with, uh, and keep up with our society, keep up with the whole world. So we have to use the machine all the time in our hands, you know? texting it, surfing it even with your uh, iPhone. So he talked about because of this material civilization dominating human life and dominating our world, the individual suffering. How we individually suffer? Because we are so busy with technology, so busy with the little machines and big machines too all the time and we don't have a time to really reflect about why am I here on earth at this time? What is the purpose and meaning of my life on earth? What do I want to achieve in our life? So we have to have that kind of a reflection that can come the wisdom and inspiration and compassion and loving kindness from our silent reflection, we call it meditation. But we don't have enough time to meditate because we are so busy with uh, the information out there, busy with uh, keeping up with uh, friends and society and so forth. So individually, we are learning always and multitasking and busier and busier and doing more and more things in less and less time. So our spirituality, our inner center suffered. So individually, the materialism, do not give us time to cultivate our inner self. That is a big, big problem in this world. And how our family then suffering because of material civilization? Because you have to maintain bigger house, nice car all kinds of material things, not only just the bigger space and bigger car, but you have the the content also very important. So, mother and father both are working to maintain this material life. So, children are left alone at home. What do they do? Computer games, video games, surfing in internet, and expose the information they don't e- even understand. And this is really common in our children today's life. A few years ago, one of my students, he was just a five, and they learned this stuff, and then ordered 800 number, using 800 number, ordered a lot of different things, and the stuffs arrived, and nobody know why they came there. <laughs> so our children are I left alone like that. So much more time they spend exposed to violence or war. Really uh, not properly spending their time. If kids alone at home, what would they do? So a family. So when they got older and need to go to college, they couldn't make it because they never studied it. They don't know how to study. So this is the, the, the material civilization bombarded by uh, family situation and that we are part of this material uh, civilization and using our energy in that way and neglecting very important part of raising our next generation properly with the spiritual values. So family are suffering. How about our society? Oh, 2003, about this time in August, when we had a blackout, just the one station overloaded, the just the turn off the signal of the electricity. It uh, tripled all over about 13 states of the uh, United States in northern part. And what happened that day? Do you remember that day? Were you here in New York or in part of this? Some of us just uh, stranded and trapped in the elevator. There's no way to put the electricity back. And some of us just uh, under the water of Easter River here. The train stops under the water. And all our lighting was out. No water. What happened? We depend on too much on machine, just material civilization. Without our realization, we just depend on the too much. So our society, I think, collectively we have to raise more of a spiritual cultivation and more spiritual values, knowing who we are and why we are doing what we do, and really understand the meaning of our life on earth, instead of just uh, so busy and catching up and keeping up with the speed of life on earth. So how about our nation? It's collectively, the nation is a collection of individuals and, and families. And this is something Sote really worried about. That's why the prayer he selected the, you know, the farm, village uh, members that time and the selected nine out of 40 about that time. And the faithful members who can really understand what his vision was. So these nine disciples sitting with the san and then discussing about this spiritual transformation. So they ask them, pray. It's not pray about their health or their, you know, their success. They all pray for the whole world. Very specifically, human beings become the masters of material things. So to help our world today, is the best thing is that you become master of material things. Material things do not dominate you anymore. You are not enslaved by them anymore, but you yourself become masters of the material things. So he prayed with the nine disciples. And the five five months of their consistent daily prayers, not only just sitting here in a cozy place like a temple, or even at home, they prayed in the top of the mountain. I think you saw that the nine peaks. It's where sotei was born, our holy land. It is a mountain village. It's all surrounded by many, many mountains. We call 99 mountain peaks around. So he picked nine mountain peaks, and he was sitting in the first temple. So it's symbolized here. This 10 is very significant because this 10 means universe. And this 10 means we are one with the universe. So universe is heaven and earth is really co-creator with us. When we experience a tsunami in Japan or tsunami in Indonesia and many parts of the world it's something, it's telling us something, right? Our human behavior somehow give impact in Earth, and the Earth now responding in different way. When we put a large hole down there, it gave earthquake. So the Earth is moving down there. So why we don't understand this interconnectedness and oneness with this universe. When sotei talked about uh, your mind is uh, identical with the mind of the heaven and earth, what does that mean? Also he asked his nine disciples pray to move the will of heaven and earth. Here heaven is not up there, Heaven, heaven is like a sky, it's a kind of universe. 1919, 1916, he was lightened, 1919. He was talking about the whole universe has a consciousness. He was perceiving whole Earth, whole universe, as a living being, and co-revolutionary partners. So human collective consciousness is very, very important to give impact, he said, move the will of heaven and earth. What does that mean? Heaven and earth, earth has a will, earth has a consciousness. What we plant small soybean on the garden, what happened to this garden? Soybean spot came out of the earth and it grow, and grow, and bear soybean. So he used this example that there is a consciousness of heaven and earth. So if we know and understand this, our being on earth has a much bigger meaning. Our daily life must have a much larger purpose on earth. You are not just merely here eat and sleep and live. You know, dog can do that too. Consciousness, human consciousness is different from dog consciousness, right? In a similar way, universal consciousness is not functioning exactly like a human being, but there is something in the universe, kind of a recording chamber, and then responding and corresponding our being on earth, our way of relating life in this earth. He said when you let go of selfishness, when you let go of selfishness your virtue become the virtue of the heaven and earth, the universe. So let's spend a moment to think about the virtue of earth, virtue of universe. Without them, nobody, not a single life can survive. Without sunlight, who can live, who can survive? The sunlight shining us never discriminate. I like you, I will give you more sunshine. I don't like you, I'm not not gonna give you my sunshine. They never do that, they just openly and embrace everybody equally giving their loving sunlight. And water, without water, if earth do not provide us water, nobody can survive. So their virtue, because of water, we grow, we wash, we eat, we drink, it's all possible. How about the soil, if we don't have soil, how can you come here and even sitting on this temple? So each step, when you walk outside, even sitting here, feel the earth connected with the earth. The earth must be giving you some message. So the virtue of heaven and earth are unlimited. But you, you yourself can become like that. If you let go of selfishness it's not easy, it's very difficult to let go of selfish. We are by this, you know, I, my, me, mine songs all the time. But it's possible as Sotesan San tested with his nine disciples, all ten at that time, August 21st, 1919, today, 10 of them let go of all selfish. They didn't have any selfish desire at all, but became and united with the universal self, a larger self, and this larger self in the universe is co-creating and with a partner with us to develop better life on earth and better life for everybody. So this is a very important teaching and inspirational at that time, seeing Earth as a living being. 1970 now, Earth scientists began proving it. And today, I think collectively, Rio Plus 20 is coming next year. You know Rio, Earth Summit. So Earth Summit, Plus 20 will address it again, but collectively, people, environmentalists, and spiritual teachers, 35,000 gathered and they proclaimed with the, the people's statement that Earth is a living being. So, if we begin to enlarge our consciousness, begin to understand a larger picture. We don't have to be the way we are at this time. It is not fun to be selfish, right? Because nobody will like you if you are selfish. How about to let go of selfish and taking care of a whole community as your self. Taking care of our society as our own family. Whole fourth community as our extended family. I think that is the, the, the message we are getting today. So Tessan is empowering you through this prayer, through this passage, through this teaching. So secular names so far, Michael, you know, Emily and Carrie, so Mickey and Ginny, and all those were secular names so far was a uh, for your individual life. But when you have this dharma name today, and everyone else who have a dharma name, we have now making deep commitment to expand, to open our heart, to see the real truth, to see who you are, how beautiful you are. Because you are Buddha mind and Buddha nature, hidden in you, waiting for you. let me, let me, govern you. Let me be with you. So from today, just understanding this greater self and your Buddha mind or Buddha nature and Dharmakaya in you and Dharmakaya in everyone else, cultivate that steady, consistent meditation practice that will help you to see as Sothesan and nine disciples did. It is possible, he opened the door that time, universal door for all of us to become like that. If you look at the diagram here, luckily two diagrams completed. All nine people functioning together as a unity. But some of them, that, that diagram do not have a leaders, doesn't have a spiritual vision. So, so just the people got together and functioning in small, petty, ego, self, the way then they're in trouble. It's dysfunctional. And here if you see this one, our individual being on earth to share when you have potentially as a living Buddha or as an awakened one if we don't fulfill our share, what will happen? It's like a dysfunctional family, a dysfunctional society. They are suffering collectively. So, you are being on earth, just to recognize your real self, your Buddha's mind, your Buddha's universal self, and larger self, and expanding it through your spiritual cultivation. That is the best way to help the individual, elevating suffering of individual, and being enlightened, be awake all the time, and see this connection in the universe, see connection all beings in the universe, and all earth community, we are interdependent partners. Your well-being deeply related with my well-being, and my well-being also deeply related with you your well-being. So knowing this, taking care of our real self, Buddha nature, Buddha Buddha mind, and the larger self through consistent practice is critical for individual happiness and joy. And our family again, if we have awakened one in our family, our whole family will be brightened. In our society, if we have more awakened people, our society will be much better off have at least the wisdom how to transform together and our nation and so forth, whole world. So today, by receiving your Dharma name, we are making this new journey, really serious journey to know who you are. Not this, this who, who you are, but real, real who you are. This this Buddha within you. And that is the beginning of the confidence. That is the beginning of a new life. And uh, that energy, new awakened energy, bring our family, our society, our community, and our world. So today, as we celebrate this uh, self-transformation prayer, as it happened 1919, we can all begin today. At least the one week daily, have your own prayer. And let go of this uh, I, my, me song anymore. Just let it go and become bigger, larger, and expand your notion of who you are, notion of uh, me, whole world is you. As we connected with this universal electricity, our vibration can go up. Not with the darkness, bringing down everybody, make it tired and sick, but everybody elevating ourselves, individually elevating, collectively elevating together, and uh, we can bring this uh, awakened spirit, awakened, renewed uh, commitment to our journey. So, congratulations again for five of you especially, receiving Dharma name today, Begin New Life. And as Sotay San promised here, your success is guaranteed if you really cultivate it. If you really meditate and have this spiritual strength and confidence and the loving kindness and compassion and wisdom and serenity, of course, So San, remind us again, the best way to live our life is this way. So being selfish is not really, no place in spiritual life. So just reflect how you live your life, and today we can make that change, that shift. Be a little more, compassionate, to express our love, loving-kindness to life around us including myself. And this spiritual movement can awaken whole civilization of spirituality. So we need act with the material civilization and balancing it, both material and spiritual civilization together. So our life is better, life around us better so let's make that commitment today here and now and continue